2: Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Uh, uh, wait, that was a great Georgie Porter impression.
1: Oh. <laughs> 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 I was a getting ready moment. <laughs> You're already welcomed in, everybody, to Liz Lips with me, Georgie, and Sharon. Yay. Sharon, Sharon, I have to tell you today, and I'll be quick about it, because obviously, I feel like people don't want to hear about boy pregnancy stuff all the time, but I must tell you, I am particularly pregnant today. You're extra pregnant? Well, like... Not that we've done it more and there's more in there. I mean, <laughs> what has Ollie been up to? <laughs> I feel like I'm probably the biggest. I'm, I'm so big. Like, I don't know how this belly could stretch any further. My lips, on my face, I'm, I'm going to say, and in between my, my legs. They're quite big, too. But on my face, like, I'm like a puffy, like, I've got that puffiness, I think. I think it's like water retention or something because I'm eating But then I'm still starving, but then I'm still, I'm eating normal, but not normal. I suppose I had a chocolate croissant for a snack at one point. But I am, I'm like a puffy, pregnant, I'm a pregnant lady now. I feel pregnant. You, no, like,
2: I don't, I don't see it in your face, but the lips, you do have... Very, very voluptuous lips right now, I have to say.
1: They're so big. People and I was so wondering, did Georgie get a
2: little something done? Yeah, that's good But then, awesome. off camera, you, you reminded us that's not something pregnant not women are yeah. able to do. Um, no, that's, that's so, wow. So, who knew? I had no idea. So, we knew, like, certain things swell up. I didn't realize yeah. it can actually <laughs> give you that, you know, beautiful, voluptuous pout as well. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Like, I'm I'm literally living off these lips. I'm like, yeah. How like, he putting <laughs>
2: lipstick on loose like, lips? They're extra loose lips today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> extra big loose lips. So yeah, that's me in a nutshell. If I do weird things, I've been doing weird things all day. I've been saying weird things. I've been going a bit like way like woozy, like way, like, like a bit <laughs> in a dreamland.
2: Georgie, uh, you kind of been saying weird things like for the past couple of years. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> to be completely straight up and honest. Um, No, but I think we're on the same page with this dreamland thing because I still have the insomnia. I don't know what is wrong with it. And I contribute to it, right, by just staying up till, you know, two, three o'clock in the morning. Anyway, I mean, why am I doing this to myself? Uh, It also doesn't help that I'm smack dab in the middle of Hollywood, right, which is party central. So when they're partying hard till 2 a.m., I'm partying hard, in my head, in your mind. on my pillow yeah. till 2 a.m. as well. Like, <laughs> okay. I don't get any rest until those guys decide to go home.
1: No it's, no, it's non-stop in Hollywood. But then it it does kind of stop, but it just, it's 24-7, in it? it? People are just busy there. Yeah, stuff. it's kind of that New
2: York vibe, which is why I liked it, right? Because I don't want to feel too isolated moving from New York, a city where you go outside, everyone's just there. Um, and so that's why I chose Hollywood to live in. Uh, so I love the energy. I love the fact that, you know, you're never really going to feel lonely in Hollywood because there are just so many people around all the time, so much noise. Um, but everyone keeps saying to me, Sharon, you've got a year in Hollywood and then you are going to run. You are going to run to somewhere quiet. So
1: let's see if they're actually right. Oh, let's see. Yeah.
2: Can you believe, Georgie, it's been six months now?
1: <gasps> no, I can't. I can't actually believe where this. the hell I, is the dog where, going? Where has it gone? And also, like, what you? I feel like you've actually been there longer. Do you? But like, then, yeah, because I feel like I feel like you've always suited New York, but I feel like LA is different. Brings different things. Bit more. I want to say country, but it's not country because there's just hiking, and that's the only thing that's a bit which I've crazy. only done once, to be honest. Um, which you only did once.
2: Yeah. It, yeah. It's funny, like. I, people say to me all the time, I'm oh sharing you with a quintessential New Yorker. You're such a New Yorker. But then I think mm. they're seeing the way I'm settling into LA and they're like, oh no, LA, LA suits you well. So hopefully I'll be coming back to the UK for a little while. So I mean, you know. Oh, I hope so.
1: I hope so. One question as well. If, if you've done yes or no, have you done a bus tour in LA? I have not. I, I i really need you to do it I just really to do one one bus tour 100 percent, go around the hollywood houses it will give you inspiration of oh right i'm gonna work again i mean you don't need to work any harder you work enough but uh, it's literally just the we funniest. can always
2: do harder we can always yeah. go harder
1: well then you you will like it you will enjoy it and you will look around and go oh
2: i see yeah i like that actually the beautiful mansions. I mean, I'm sure they're going to be showing yeah. what Jennifer Aniston's home and Aniston. Yes. Yeah, like yeah, Kim Kardashian oh, maybe Calabasas.
1: Actually, to say that. I don't know if I said this last time on the podcast, but last time we went there, they said that Jen J Lo lived near to Ben Affleck, and we were all on the bus like, uh, "Why would she live so close to her ex?" Yeah, that all makes sense if that is the truth. If they did live next door to each other. Oh, across the road. See, I need to go back. I love this. I love the tours. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need to go back. We'll
2: go on a tour together. Speaking of J-Lo and Ben, by the way, so they just had their second wedding. And I remember a couple of weeks back, we were talking about how we love the fact that they went a bit more low-key on this <laughs> one, right? And how, yeah. well, of course, when it's your third marriage, fourth marriage, you know, yeah, you want to sort of keep it a little mm-hmm. more intimate. And how wrong were we? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they were just biding their time. They literally were just... They must have got really desperate that they thought, right, we need to get married now. You and you and me, like, let's do it. And then now they need a real big wedding. It's like, And they're like,
2: no, what? we want our celebrity friends. Yeah, so it was at uh, Ben Affleck's mansion. And what's interesting, so Casey Affleck, right, who is Ben Affleck's younger brother, he... Well, first of all, he wasn't at the wedding. But secondly, he posted on his Instagram welcoming Jen to the family and making a quote-unquote joke about how, you know, welcome to the dysfunction of the <gasps> Affleck family. What? And he's like, nah, just kidding, just kidding. But is he really kidding?
1: No, of course not. He's got, like, um, he's got the worst tattoo in the world. This is, this literally... Who, Ben or oh, be- Casey? Ben, ben, ben with a phoenix
2: on his back, right? Yeah.
1: It's horrendous phoenix. Yeah. So there must be dysfunctional things there. But also, J-Lo's already known she's been there already. So she already. She's ready for pipe. it. Yeah. She's ready. Pipe down,
2: she he's piped down. He sure knows. Yeah, he does. He does. Um, But yeah, I used to have a big crush on Ben Affleck, to be honest. Same. Did you? When he,
1: he's my yeah. favorite Batman. I think we've said that before. Uh, but... yeah. He, I went and saw his costume in Warner Brothers Tour. Of oh. another tour of LA. Of course and he it's, did. It's eight he's eight feet tall.
2: <laughs> <gasps> he doesn't strike me as a tall man. But what? Yeah. Are you
1: joking? No. Really? Or maybe there's a wedge in I'd the love shoe. to know
2: no, I'd love to know how tall he actually is, because when I look at him, I don't see tall. But no, he probably is. Um, I I was sort of late to the ban air flag, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. How do you say his name? <laughs> Ban Affleck. Ban Affleck. Ban Affleck. <laughs> ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. I was I was <laughs> late to the Ben Affleck fan club, um, but after Uh-oh. seeing him in the town, I was like, Ooh, yes. Well, mine a slice town. of that. <laughs> the town, me? the one with um, oh, uh, my favorite fashionista, Blake Lively. Is in the oh, town. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I feel like Pearl Harbor. He was your Pearl Harbor is like porn, like <laughs> and what's his name, Josh Hartnett. Oh, oh remember that. Josh Hartnett? Yeah. What happened to yeah. him? Well, he disappeared. He didn't want to do it anymore. He didn't want to act, did he? Oh, was like back somewhere?
2: He was too. cute. Oh, <laughs> was like a sort of
1: porn. You said <laughs> that's porn. That <laughs> was. Porn
2: Harbor. Who's <laughs> like the hottest? you know who's really cute right now? He's little on mm-hmm. the young side. Uh Timothy Charlemagne. Who is that? That man is beautiful. He's oh, he's so stunning.
1: I was saw he him. Just in?
2: Uh, I can't name one of his movies. But he is hot. I mean he's in great movies, I just can't name them. Was he in Dune? He was in Dune. Yeah.
1: I need a visual.
2: Yeah, he was, uh, he was in June. He a, has a very chiseled jawline and high cheekbones. And, and he are was. Talking? uh talking? Oh, that's a good question. It could 20s. be any. Yes, definitely 20s. Definitely 20s. Okay. Um, but oh. he's just a very. Oh, oh I've Lucy the... He's so chiseled. Oh, what yeah, he's like... chiseled. That man is chiseled. Sharon, he's very. Finely chiseled, I would say.
1: He's very chiseled. He was <laughs> chiseled back to his infant age. Like he's very—I've never seen
2: the more chiseled specimen in my life. <laughs> Still don't know how old he is, but he's really cute. I—I saw him in this movie that was like a bunch of short stories in one movie. It was French, and after that, there was no going back. So
1: you got the—you got the horn.
2: So let's move forward, shall we? There won't be any influences. Big Brother bosses vow the reboot will be nothing like Love Island and will feature contestants from all walks of life. Okay, so it's been revealed that Big Brother will air on ITV in 2023, five years after it was axed by Channel 5, but bosses promise the reboot will feature everything viewers loved about the original series and won't be like Love Island. I wonder why they have to emphasize that point. As Saw said, there will be a diverse casting across a range of ages, which is what made it so special. It won't be like Love Island, where the contestants are all young social media influencer types. Uh, They want all walks of life. They went on to say there will be absolutely no outside influence, just like in the original series. So they won't get a day off every week like they do in the villa. It will have everything viewers came to love about the retro series with nominations, a public vote, and live evictions. Uh, but they want it to appeal to a new generation. The show started as a social experiment in 2000, going on to become a firm fixture of popular culture. Ordinary members of the public entered the iconic house, skyrocketing to fame, as they were watched 24-7 by the British public, while a celebrity version of the show with famous housemates also ran from 2000. Now, it first aired on Channel 4 from 2000 to 2010, and was hosted by Davina McCall, and now it's being reported that this morning's Alison Hammond, is a favourite to host the upcoming reboot. Back in April, a source said it needs the full treatment to return to its legendary former glory. It has millions of fans and is one of the most iconic TV shows
1: of its generation. Georgie, are you looking forward to the reboot? Well, I love a reality show, not going to lie. I just, first of all, want to say Alison Hammond for this was... A brilliant choice I just think she needs her own show anywhere in the mainstream television area somewhere so this is great she was on Big Brother she was um, a contestant that's how she became well known I think so brilliant but also like you said they're really like bringing home that it's not going to be like Love Island aren't they I suppose because it's moved to ITV because ITVs Love Island as well, IT too. So maybe they're thinking, no, we don't, we're not gonna have the same show. Like it's not gonna be the same. But I find it is so important that they do have everyday normal people. Like I love that Pat who works at the bakery. There's John David Johnson, who is a, a builder. Like I totally agree and whether it's going to be like the old school the thing is when we bring out these brand new tv shows they always start off as like an experiment and nobody knows how famous people are going to get and that's the joy and that's the naivety of it isn't it that's like the nice thing that people end up not just winning the prize money they they become someone which is It's great, scary, it's daunting, can help... Like, can hinder people's mental health and stuff because they've not been, you know, trained in the world of how to deal with backlash and stuff. So it is risky, but I prefer things when they just... No one was out for the fame, when it was, like, genuine. I know.
2: when Because fame in itself has just completely changed, hasn't it? I mean, if you get on social media right now, everyone's famous, right? Like, if you look at numbers everyone's famous, but then if everyone's famous, no one's famous, right? Who are the real stars these days? But yeah, I I will say I have not really watched Big Brother like that. In fact, I've never seen one episode, which is terrible. I should have. I've not seen one episode. I'm 22 years behind. Um, but I find it fascinating one that people would put themselves in the position where they're being watched 24 7
0: because
2: I don't think I could handle (laughs) that like I
1: mean (laughs) no I did the jungle Sharon and that was hard and I'm not gonna lie you do forget the cameras are there like there was times when I thought oh do I have to maybe I have to do something because I'm am I we're making telly but then (laughs) When, when it's like let me make this house, interesting
2: folks yeah
1: like, <laughs> oh, um do something but when it is the the whole point of Big brother was that can people who don't know each other from every walks of life live together in a house for so long I think that was the experiment wasn't it and now it's now it's not so much an experiment of living together I feel like it's who's the craziest who's the funnest who Who can... So the competition kind of changes a bit. Then I suppose when the celebrity one did, people were already famous, so that kind of worked as well. Was that more popular? Which one did you prefer? I think the celebrity one, eventually, because then you wanted to know what people were like in real life, and living together, and without makeup, and... (laughs) Because yeah, <laughs> you knew who
2: they were already versus having to yeah. get to know a bunch of, of new people. But I, I do think you're right in terms of the importance of seeing real people on a show like this, right? Because mm. obviously Love Island, everyone's stunning. Really a beautiful. hot new bombshell enters the villa every
0: year. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they're they're super hot, and that's nice to look at, right? But I think ITV has probably realised, okay, well, this is something not everyone can relate to. Uh, mm-hmm. They've obviously done their research as well to make sure that this is going to be worth putting millions and millions of pounds into to bring it back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <gasps> yeah. So it's going to be interesting to uh, to see now, Alison. If that doesn't work out, you know, maybe uh, Georgie, you and I could. Come on, as as host, we could tag team this thing. <laughs> oh my god, you'd be so excited,
1: Joe! You'd be really Can good at it. imagine. Like you'd, you'd be so diplomatic at when people sometimes people are a bit like a bit wrong in the house, you know, and they think they're a bit right. And I feel like you could oh no, I could put them in the place, but you could be more diplomatic and be a bit more like, yeah, but what was the reason why? you know i'll dig in there and get them to open up yeah (laughs) Yeah. because everything minor becomes so huge in there doesn't it and things become blown out of proportion it's so intense you would never do it would you sharon
2: i don't think so i mean it's hard to know because i haven't seen it but
1: how long do they have to stay in there for oh it's a long time i remember it was like the whole of summer once i remember back in the day my mum recorded it on vhs and you could even switch to a channel where you'd watch them live and all they'd be doing was lying down, sunbathing, and you'd just hear flies going, zoo, zoo. <laughs> and you'd, you'd just put it on and watch them lying down. So what but
2: if they I'd need to hooked. go to the toilet or something? I mean, are there cameras in there as well? I mean, where is the privacy? Is the camera in the bedroom as well? And do these guys, do people hook up? Like, is romance his form? I, yeah. You know...
1: There was some great hookups. I think there was a woman, Manushka, I think her name was. That name
2: sounds familiar.
1: I feel like, I hope I got it right. Yeah. I think she had sex in the jacuzzi. Oh. There's, there's like, yeah, as well, because I don't think they're expected or forced to be in love like Love Island. It's sort of a bit more real and a bit more like, oh, I like them. So if the like connection them. really forms, yeah. Because
2: on Love yeah, Island, really. you have to have that connection if you want to stay in the villa. Yeah. But yeah. This, is, this is a bit more organic. Can we just go back to the sex and the jacuzzi thing? Because I have a jacuzzi outside, right? I mean, it's not my personal jacuzzi. But it is a jacuzzi nonetheless. And some of the stuff... I mean, I don't know if I ever want to get in there. I did see a man working out the other day. He was working out hard. He was sweating bullets, right? This man went straight from the gym and the elliptical machine right into the jacuzzi. Oh, it was yeah. disgusting. And he, he's, he's, wow, he
1: sweats all he around. His sweat. I mean, he could have showered no. off. There's a shower right mm. there. He could have showered off. I'm not gonna judge, but I'm assuming he's wearing some sort of oil or some sort of cream as well, like moisturizer. You're in LA. You know what you get in there. You get in full moisturized men. I feel like there's not. There's going to be a sweat and oil base, <laughs> so it's not even going to melt into the chlorine. You're you're screwed in that jacuzzi. I
2: don't think I'm ever getting into that jacuzzi. So I'm just wondering about the the woman um, from Big Brother who had sex in the jacuzzi. Is this a jacuzzi that the others were going to be getting in at some point, or was this their own personal jacuzzi? So. That's
1: kind of disgusting. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I I mean, as well, it was on television. But also, yeah, I mean, Lucy, maybe you should Google this, Producer Lucy, uh, just to make sure. But I, I do – I think it became, like, a big thing, like, a big deal. Like, it was – obviously, we're all there seeing it, and they can – cameras, you know. There were some live cameras. I don't know if it was in that time, but – Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> interesting. Would you ever do Big Brother, Georgie? Uh, I For me – I have done every other reality show.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe this, is, this is, is the last one. You gotta, you know, to, to keep yeah, it consistent. Still you <laughs> you
1: gotta, I still want to be a ballroom <laughs> uh, dancer. Okay, um, so you got I, two left. <laughs> 1,000 down, <laughs> two to go. I got two lives left. Um, I feel like Big Brother maybe is when I'm really old and I can just lie down and everyone wait around me. That would be great.
2: <laughs> but it's it's interesting how we, you know, thing things come full circle, right? Everything's cyclical, things go out, things come back. I'm just thinking from a producer standpoint, you you create a show like Big Brother, you are laughing. You are laughing for years to come. It goes away, comes back again, cha-ching. Money right in your pockets. Yeah.
1: I feel like they're like reinventing the 90s. I feel like we all had a great time in the 90s and everything 90s-esque is just coming back around to be like, look, everyone, remember we had a great time in the 90s. Here we go. Here's some 90s. Here's some 90s boy bands. Here's some 90s tours. Here you go. The 90s fashion. Here's 90s. Totally. And fashion definitely comes
2: uh, full circle. You know, I was reading something about um, just music that people listen to, right? They were talking about how 70% of the music streamed is old music. It's not the new music. Everyone, Especially now because we can pick and choose, right? It's not like we have to sit there listening to the radio waiting for our favorite song to come on. And so everyone's listening to old music and even young kids that didn't grow up with that music. There was a 13-year-old I was sitting on the the plane next to um, a while ago and he was showing me his playlist and it was all like old school stuff. And I'm like, how do you even know about this? It was yes. like, oh, my parents told me about this. My friends told me about that. My older sibling told me about that. So kids are really in tune with like uh, some of the the yeah. best of the past, which is a great thing because some of the music from it. today is not that good. Let's be honest. No.
1: Yeah. No, it's it's very sad and morbid. I feel <laughs> it's very. Sorry, not the direction I want to be listening in sometimes. The end it, some exactly,
2: night. exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, so Big Brother, we're going to be uh, looking out for that. Anything new going on with Love Island? Do you think people are over that yet? Or is it still, like, the biggest juggernaut show? You, you have <sighs> a better sense. Um,
1: it's tricky. I have no idea yeah.
2: what's going on over here.
1: It is a tricky thing because you do – I do worry for I, – I feel bad for all the older Love Island contestants because every time a new – a new batch comes in. It's like, oh right, I've got to work harder to be. They're less remembered. relevant. Is that how yeah, it is? Yeah. I think so. It's tough. It's it's very, it's very scary that that's the way as well. Because I think, you know, you should try and do something with what you make. It's very, it's very hard. It's very hard.
2: It is. It is hard. I mean, yeah. So the the reality show can get you to that place of fame. But then it's a question of keeping that fame going. And then some people go down the wrong path to try to, you know, they go down more the scandalous path, right, to draw attention to themselves. Um, I I think the smartest thing to do is focus less on the fame and maybe just focus on, you know, whatever money you've been able to make. Invest that, like focus on the The riches, that can, and, the, yeah. and the journey and have some fun with it. I mean, yeah. really at the end of the day, if you are a reality star and you got famous just because you were on this reality show, I would say, you know, embrace that. Um, it might not last forever, but there are certainly perks that can come with it and, and, and use it to make sure that you and your family are, are set. Um, that's going to be the most important thing rather than, oh, you know, i got to stay famous and keep everyone's eyes on me because... I don't know if that is something that's, um, yeah, I, I think, as you said, it's hard to achieve in that when the next batch comes and the next batch comes. And now, you know, you were on the show 10 years ago.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50
2: That's what it's there for. Celebrity big brother. Um, All right. Should we take a break and then come back with your listener letter? Okay. Let's do it.
1: The ultimate podcast for Married at First Sight fans is here. This is Recapped at First Sight. The new podcast keeping you up to date on all the love,
2: fallouts, drama and secrets as the Married at First Sight UK bride and grooms try to make happy couples.
1: And we're your happy couple right here, in a professional sense of course. Join me, Kat Shub.
2: And me, former Maths UK groom Bob Voise every morning after you've watched the latest episode on TV.
1: Plus we'll have some special guests along the way enjoying our very own wedding breakfast.
2: You bit the caterers, right?
1: Uh, about that recapped at first sight find us wherever you get your podcasts we're back everybody this is a listener letter from shannon hey sharon and georgie i think my housemate is using my beauty products and toiletries without asking me oh geez when i went to shower the other night i noticed that some of my body scrub had spilled down the side of the bath and a couple of days before i'd spotted that the lid wasn't put on properly at first i thought it might have been me just not paying attention when i put my stuff away but then i realized my shampoo and moisturizer ran out really quickly recently i wouldn't mind if she'd asked me beforehand or if she wanted to share the cost and share the product but i think it's dead cheeky of her uh, to just use them is there a way I can address it di- directly without coming off as passive aggressive? Thank you both. Mm. Uh,
2: this is a tough one. I think we've all been there, right? We've all been there when we've had flatmates and housemates, roommates and all of that kind of stuff. Now, what you can't do is bring up to her the fact that she might have used your body scrub one time. Like you... Uh, That's just going to come across as super petty. Um, Oh, I noticed a little of my body scrub on the side of the bathtub. Like, what's going on? You can't really say that. Now, what you can do, I I have a couple of suggestions. So one is, um, and she might think this is petty, but who cares. Uh, Have your little bag, right, of toiletries that you bring into the bathroom and then you take back out again, right? Which is also a way to keep the bathroom looking brand spanking nice. clean, right? Nice. Because yeah. you don't have all that stuff all over the place. Um, so just have your little toiletries bag, you know, keep your stuff in there, your expensive shampoo, conditioner, um, body scrub, all that kind of stuff. And then just take it in there with you whenever you need it. Now, if she really has balls like that, she's going to come in and help herself anyway. Cool. <laughs> And cool. that, 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 <laughs> that could be a, a bit of a challenge, but I have a better suggestion, right? Um, which can save you both money. I would say to her, listen, you know we're in trying times right now, which everyone in the UK probably in the world is going through right now. like prices are soaring and petrol petrols expensive and goodness knows what's going on with the prime minister and mm. all of that kind of stuff. So I would just say to her, hey, you know listen, um, I have an idea. how about we pool our money? every month to be able to buy household items for the kitchen and for the bathroom. And you can say, you know, maybe you throw in a little, you know, I know we share the body scrub, you know, just so she knows (laughs) that you know. Mm
1: Do you know, Sharon? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna confess.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, you are the one, aren't you? You are the one. How did I not know this? <laughs> but
1: I even with, like one of my friends was like, George, you don't even do it sparingly. Like you literally use loads and you have no hair. So it was like I got caught out also because I was just greedy with it and because I was just frivolous with all of the stuff. So I had to apologize and I had to be like, damn it. But also, how do you think you're not like, get, how do you, think you get away with it? You smell of the stuff. Like you That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, so you're right. With the body scrub, you were going there, weren't you? It was like, you smell the same. And also, maybe possibly, see, I think obviously she, your roommate has got no taste you've got the taste you've got the expensive taste she has no idea what she's doing so she's going oh my god this is brilliant why don't you maybe buy us some for birthday or Christmas and be like that's yours this is mine and I do think you need to it's not passive aggressive. It's like kind of calling it out, like my friend did to me. She literally said, "Georgie, stop using my stuff." And I went, "Okay, I'm sorry." <laughs> was she laughing? Did she say it sort of as a joke? No, she was, she was serious? serious. Wow. Yeah, she's because she was like, "You use too much of it for a start," and I've bought it, and I was like, "Okay, you're right." Because at first, at first, it just starts off as, "Oh, mine's run out. I've got. None. Yeah, I'm just going to use. Some I'll minute. just use
2: a tiny bit, and
1: then yeah." next thing you know, it's the best smelling one, your hair's way more shiny, and why haven't I been using this before? Then you just can't be bothered to buy it, or you go, oh, it's just a bit expensive, I'll I'll get my next shop in. And before you know it, you've both used it all. And if you share with other people, you don't know if they're using it as well, so.
2: Yeah, You, you know what's even worse than that, though? When your roommate eats your food. That is the worst. You know when you've been daydreaming about it all day right? You can't wait to come home to that leftover mac and cheese from oh, your favorite you, spot. You yeah. Like it's it's tantalizing the taste buds like you can already taste the, you know, flavor explosion in your mouth. And then you get there and it's like, "Okay, where is this? Where is it?" It's got or you know, you come home, your jam donut, you you left that one jam donut and it's just like a paper bag left with a bunch of sugar. You know, few ming.
1: You've got to me there, Sharon. you're gonna be hangry to, at, at that, that point, me.
2: right? Hungry yeah. and angry, hangry.
1: Um, I always think if you if you're like a person who uses a thing, you've got to replace it. You've got to replace it with more or better. Like the same stuff, it's got to be the same because like you said, if that's a particular sham donut brand that you're thinking of you're like that's the best one I bought that for a reason so you've got to replace it for better or more multiple like ones
2: exactly exactly um I haven't had too many issues with that to be honest in the past when I've had roommates I think one of my biggest issues uh, was probably a lot worse. It was we had a male roommate that would pee on the toilet seat, so you know you wake up in the morning and you know in the morning you're like you need to go really badly, running, right? Like you're literally it. running to the, you're running to the bathroom, and there is like the toilet seat just splattered with pee. Like oh. you can at least like wipe it up and clean it, dude. Like, yeah, what is going on? As well. Yeah, it smells look, look, it's just stench. And can you? Yeah, I mean, luckily, I think I caught it every time. But can you imagine? Like, you need to go that badly, you throw yourself down under the seat.
1: Oh, and do you worse for me? Key. For me, Sharon, is when I've put fake tan on and yeah. then I sit on it and then that causes wet and then that's my tan ruined because I've got a wee splash that oh, hasn't taken that doesn't That doesn't even area. belong to you. Exactly. And then I've got like a patch missing on my tan and it's because oh. it's another man's wee.
2: Yeah. Uh, have you ever, I'll I'll never forget this guy from work. I was talking to him and he was like, oh yeah, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. And then he came back and I was like sitting in this cubicle area. And so I just noticed him because his feet were there. And now there are like splatters of like some liquid on his shoes. On his and feet. I'm like, no. he literally
1: just pissed on your shoes, mate. That like- is the grossest thing <laughs> ever. He's been doing this for how many years? Has he been weeing? Oh. He should know. He should know this. Do you know what I find that similar to Sharon? You know, like when like American football players or like basketball players or like you know they have to get it in the goal, like the football in the goal or rugby. That's their job is to get it in there. I always think that's your job. Get it in there. Just get that in. Your job is to pee in the toilet. Just get that in there.
2: It is. I have to say I'm glad I'm not a man because it must be difficult. <laughs> and I think the taller you are, can you imagine the taller you are? What if you're like six six, right? And you're yeah. all the way up there and the toilet's all the way down here. How on earth do, do you, you, you what? I mean, that's there.
1: difficult to have that kind of aim. Yeah, like does it sprinkle at the end? Or does it go in a straight line?
2: And then you've seen you've seen the little notices in the women's bathroom, right? If you sprinkle when you tinkle, be sweet and wipe the seats.
1: <laughs> cute, that's cute. If <laughs> sprinkle, they dead are hosepipe. That's just you've got the actual you've <laughs> got the tackle that in you know the thing to pee in a straight line. We the... don't. As yeah, do I don't
2: know. But you've got to have the right grip as well. Like you really. <laughs> I... <laughs> I can see how, you know, one little wrist, wrist movement and it's a disaster. Fatal. Yeah. Fatal wrist movement. And especially if you're at somebody's house, right, and they've got a carpeted bathroom. And I mean, we're getting deep right now. You, I,
1: <laughs> Has this happened to you? No. Okay. No. No, no I'm a good peer. No, no, I, you but someone peer. in your
2: house. Like, as a man as a man come over and peed on your carpet. Oh, accident. no. Okay. Yeah.
1: Oh, probably in the past. Probably. <laughs> but you know me. I'll call them out, Sharon. I'll be like, what, what is this about? Pia? Pee screen everywhere.
2: Well, ever a Pia. Mm. If you ever have a man stay
1: over, Sharon. No. If you ever have a man stay over and they pee everywhere, you just take that note down and you just you tell him about himself
2: <laughs> good to know good to know I'll let you know when I have someone's day over and yeah anyway so what was the conclusion that we came to
1: <laughs> don't pee on the seat <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: much more important than stealing your cosmetics at least she's not peeing all over the place okay so
1: thank you so lucky. Peeing back in a shampoo bottle when you tell me about this <laughs> and refilling it. Mm. Oh,
2: she might. I used to, growing up in the UK, we had these friends who were real pranksters, right? And uh, these two guys. And they used to prank each other all the time. And one of them, I guess they were really good friends. and I think they were roommates at one point. Don't ask me why, but one of them filled the bathtub for the other one one time, like a bubble bath. But he had peed in the bathtub and once this guy got in, he told him, yeah, I peed in there. And so to get him back, we're talking a lot about pee today, aren't we? Um, to get him back, this other guy like peed in his lemonade and he was like, yeah. oh, yeah, mate, don't forget. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I feel like I it's such an English pranksters. thing as well. Like I feel like <laughs> oh
1: yeah, I feel like the, the English, thing-
2: <laughs> like that's that English sense of humor. <laughs>
1: Yeah, probably. That's probably yeah. And then the other guy would probably drink it and laugh about it and be like, "Oh, yeah.
2: no, uh, <laughs> oh you got me, mate." Yeah. Lads, I'll get lads, you next dose. Oh my god, lads. that would be the end of my friendship with somebody. If you're peeing in my drink, no, that's it.
1: We're done. Yeah, and I need. I'm hardly pregnant today as well, so I will need a pee very shortly. We've literally been loose lips today with Sharon Carpenter and me, Georgie Porter. There's a bonus episode on Friday, extra lippy. We'll be back on Tuesday next week. Subscribe or follow away to review on Instagram at loose lips.
2: Yes, also Lucy Porter at Sharon Carpenter as well. We want to hear from you, loose lips at createproductions.com. We're also on WhatsApp to send your messages and voice notes to 07599 Starting with the word lips. See you soon.
0: Bye. Bye.